Well, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all of those within me. Bless his holy name. Praise him in the midst of the sanctuary. Praise him in a dance. Praise him in your home. Praise him, Abu Shah, with your neighbor. Praise him with a friend. Praise him with an enemy. Just give God the praise and the glory and the honor. I, I just, just, just word of the Lord just came to me suddenly and saying that we're going to have to praise our way out. Hallelujah. There's some else who are going through a period of, of, of emotion and depression, especially around the holidays, because some of us may have lost some family members, may have lost some friends, and some of us may have lost some uh, some people, may have lost some husbands and wives, children, different things. And then around the holidays, that's why I'm finding out that the enemy loves to come in like a flood. But that's all right, though, because when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Like we right now, we thank God for what he's doing, for him lifting up a standard against the enemy, for him uh, blessing us in the name of Jesus, for him, him delivering us in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank the Lord right now. Because what God is doing is uh, worthy and greatly to be praised. Mm-hmm. He's worthy to be praised. He's awesome. He's God. He's God all by ourselves. He is the 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 way maker. He is the lawgiver. He is a he is the sustainer of our minds. He is worthy. He is Father. He is Son. He is Holy Ghost. The Lord is God, and he is God all by himself. God, give God a praise for what he all he's done and what he's still doing. Um, we want to come before you today, perhaps to finish out our study on Ruth, the Moabitess. We started this thing off because we was talking about how the people of Moab, the Moabitess, the people of Moab, they were descendants from incest. And Lot slept with his daughter. That's right. And had one of the sons. One of the sons actually. One of the sons they had. Name was Moab. So Moab is the descendants of incest. And so we were doing our study on them. And we come to find out now that it don't matter if you're a product of incest. It don't matter if you're a product of, of abuse or rape or in the, in, the, in the child care system or in the foster home system. It don't matter nothing about that stuff, baby. God still has a plan for your life, and we're seeing that now in the book of Ruth. Mm -hmm. We are seeing that now, how God has blessed this woman, how this woman, um, Ruth, has cleaned herself to Naomi, her mother-in-law, how she has uh, worked in, in, in the name of Jesus and has become a believer in God himself. And so we want to um, applaud that because... What we understand is it don't matter where you come from. It don't matter what your background is. This is a woman of Moab. The people of Moab actually were abhorred um, and forbidden by the Israelites people in the name of Jesus. Yes, they were. And next time I come before you, <laughs> I'm going to show you why is that the people of Moab and the people of Israel didn't get along. Even though they are close relatives. 
a lot of times you're not getting along with your relatives. Some of your greatest enemies may be someone that shares the same bloodline as you. Some of your greatest critics. Some of your, I mean, it ain't even nobody in the world. You don't care about nobody in the world, really. But it's only when you are abhorred from, it's only when you are um, really um, distant from your own family. Mm-hmm. That you start to really feel the effects. Jesus Christ says something very interesting as we get ready to go to go me to Roof chapter three. But Jesus Christ says something very interesting. He said, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own home, amongst his own kin, in his own land. Woo! <laughs> uh, one of the one of the signs that you're a real prophet is your family could be your biggest critics. Mm-hmm. That's one of the um it's one of the one of the signs that, that you really got some good prophecy in you that your own family may be the greatest critics of yours. Hallelujah. But God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Ruth chapter three. Let's let, let's see if we can finish out chapter three of Ruth. I'm gonna start reading around verse number one. It says, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women who you're with, he is our relative. In fact, he is wine barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garment and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice that the place where he lies, you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down. And will and he I and he will tell you what you should do. Now. <laughs> Naomi is saying to Ruth Here's what you saying I should put it up to date So you saying girl The stuff that I was telling you back in Moab About a husband And about you know And I'm not Still certainly I will not have any more children Certainly I'm It looks like to me I'm going to be a widow And I'm going to be single for the rest of my days And then if I do have a child Will you wait for that child to get grown <laughs> to marry again She's, But I tell you what Boaz The one that helped you out Abu Shakarabaha He in the name of Jesus Is our relative <laughs> And what she's saying is In the Bible days That Say you had a brother Or relative, close relative And that person's husband um, happened to die and whatnot, and they had no children. And, and you could come in and raise up seed to that brother. You could come in and marry your brother's widow. You could come in and, in the name of Jesus, and marry a close relative, redeem them, and redeem that widow. Hallelujah. And they could be yours, and you could take care of them. And that's what Naomi is saying to Ruth right now. We have a close relative. That Boaz that you were talking to, that's one of our relatives. She says, now here's what I want you to do. I want you to put on your best clothing. I want you to put on that lipstick. I want you to put on that perfume. <laughs> I want you to make yourself presentable. I want you to go in there. Don't, don't wear your work clothes. I don't want you to put on the work clothes when you go in there. No. Mm -mm. 
No, I don't want you to put on the, the, the clothes he see, he normally sees you in, sweetie. I want you to go in and put on your best stuff. Put on your Moab dress. Put on your Moab dress. Here's the times when you need to put on your Moab dress. Some of you right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. See, you, some of you right now, you got it backwards. You're wearing your Moab dress too soon. She first, she put on her work clothes. She put on her prayer clothes. She put on Amashika. She put on the clothes that she wears when she was shouting and dancing. And, and the clothes she wears when she was um and praying before God and, and working out in the field and, and doing the things that she had to do. That was the first clothing she had on. Amashik. But, and then, Naomi said, here's now, now here's what you need to do now. Because he don't see you working. He don't see you praying. He don't see you, your, your, your work ethic. He don't see all that. He don't see your kindness and love that you had to me. Now, show this man what's really going on. Put on your Moab dress. <laughs> don't wear your Moab dress too soon. Put on your Moab dress. Let me show you something. My God in here. Watch verse 5. And she said to her, all that you say to me, I will do. Listen to that, Ruth, talking to Naomi. She didn't say what you're talking about. If you're going to be blessed, you got to be obedient. She, 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 she is so close with Naomi. They're so tight. They're so close. She said, whatever you're telling me to do, I will do because I know you're not giving me any bad advice. Wow. 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 Do we do God like that? Do we like, well, God, what you talking about? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know about all this. Maybe, perhaps I had to go home and think about it. I got to go home and pray. I got to fast on this one. I don't know the Lord. I don't, I don't. She didn't say none of that. What she said is, well, if you telling me to do, I will do. <laughs> Hallelujah. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law instructed her. Listen at that. All that her mother-in-law instructed her. Listen at that. Have you, have you, have you, some people, uh, some people don't like their mother-in-law now. I'm pretty like to put it out there like that. Some people don't like their mother-in-law. They don't. No. And there's no greater pain in a marriage than when you're in a marriage and you don't like the man's family or like the, a woman's family. <laughs> but that wasn't the case here because we see that she went down and did all that her mother-in-law instructed her to do. She put a Moab dress on. And after Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was cheerful, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of the grain and she came softly, uncovered his feet and lay down. Ooh. How beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel and bring glad tidings of good things. They washed Jesus' feet. A woman in the Bible washed Jesus' feet with her tears, dried them with her hair. Shama. Jesus himself washed his disciples' feet. Shama. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When has the last time you uncovered the feet of the man of God? Oh, they laid money down at the disciples, at the apostles' feet. I hear the Lord saying this to me. That devil is a liar. Let me show you something. 
Watch this now. She lay down on his feet. She uncovered his feet and lay down. Now it happened at midnight that the man was startled. Turned himself and there was a woman who was lying at his feet. And he said, who are you? Can you imagine waking up? Can you imagine waking up and you see some woman laying down at your feet? Then you ain't let them. I mean, how did you get in? Who, who, who is the? Who are you? Is this a setup? Who are you? I'm being punked, right? But it's like, who, who, who? Wow. What would you do, men, if you woke up in the middle of the night and seen some strange woman laying at your feet? Don't answer that. Don't don't even answer that. Don't don't don't. I ain't trying to get you in trouble today. I'm trying to bless you. Watch what happened here. Oh, the man was started and turned himself, and there was a woman lying at his feet, and he said, "Who are you?" Now this is verse nine. Watch watch verse. And so she answered, "I am Ruth, your maid servant. Take your servant under your wing, for you are a close relative." So what she's saying is, "I am Ruth, your maid servant." Now. We say that, here's what we, we've been telling people for years. We're saying that a woman should pursue a man. We say that. And we're saying that a woman should propose to a man. But to me, it seems like to me, she's asking him to, hey, you're my close relative. Take me on your wing. It is a proposal. I'm going to go by you, dear my heart. Because he knows exactly when she said that. He knows exactly what she's talking about. He knows that, that she's making a proposal that, that he marries her. Now watch this. Woo! Let me get let me let me let me get back. I can't I can't, man. So she answered, I am Ruth, your maid sir. Take your maid servant under your wing. For you are my you are a close relative. Watch what happened here. And he said, Bless are you of the Lord, my daughter. For you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, that you did not go after young men, with, whether poor or rich. Here's what he said. Boaz, at this point in his life, is an older gentleman. Yes, he is. How old? I don't know, but I know he's an older gentleman. And I know definitely he's older than Ruth. <laughs> and that's why he's telling her, well, what he's saying, what he's saying is, you could have sought after a younger man, whether poor or rich. Hmm. When you decide, women, to get with an older man, do you know what you're getting into? Because older men have different values. See, older men are not thinking about sex all the time. It is amazing to me, I, I've seen this happen so many times, where I see a younger woman get married to an older man, and she expects him to stay up all night long, have sex all day, and uh, he ain't about to do that. He has different priorities. His mind has changed. He's not thinking about that all day long. Now, every now and then, he may swing in on a vine. But trust me, when you get old, you're not going to do it every night. <laughs> he told her that Shama Kabo Sokoraba. 
He told her that you could have sought after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Basically, what he said, you could have you could have had any man you want, <laughs> whether rich or poor. But Ruth's character is not like the character of her of Orpah, the one that we were talking about in the beginning of Ruth chapter one, that, that Naomi's other um daughter-in-law, daughter, she 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 trying to get her, she trying to make something happen. But Ruth is not her character is not like that. Once again, as I taught you before in the previous chapters, we see that she's not a woman that's just got to have sexual relations. She's not a woman that just just she just got to have a husband. No, that's not no. You got to be careful whom you're trying to marry because if most of older men, they would love to have a younger woman, no doubt. But he himself, they're not knowing what he's getting into. Because if you start off your relationship sexually with a younger woman, I bullshit, you didn't expect me to preach it, did you? I'm going to preach it anyway. If you start your relationship out with a younger woman as an older man, the younger woman in, her, in, in herself is an astrodisiac. So now, now, now all of a sudden you're in there like you're 18 again. But sooner or later. <laughs> your age catches up with you. And now you're 48. Not even 38. No, but 48. What you getting ready to do? And a woman, 21. And here you go, like you're getting ready to... Uh, no, you're not. So if you're marrying for that purpose and that reason, you know what I'm saying? Women, if you're marrying an older man thinking that he's going to perform like a younger man, then... My man, so if you're marrying this younger woman thinking that you're going to be able to keep performing like a younger man, then... And now you find yourself trying to take all kind of supplements and different things they got out there. They keep going. You're putting yourself in grave danger. <laughs> so when you get married, just make sure if you're in a certain age bracket, that is not just for sexual relations. Boaz just told this woman, you could assault a younger man. Because he ain't young no more. My mind is not on, he said, he said, my mind is not on that all the time either. A younger man, that's, that's his mind, that's, that's, he wakes up ready. He go to sleep ready. But an older man, <laughs> he's thinking about a whole lot of different things. Shama kobayiti karayamaha. Gribo shema mahariyabaha. Ariyabu shekarayaniyataha. Hey, my gabosha. Can I keep going? Hey, bo shoku baha. Hey, mama, hey, maha. Whew. Can we keep going? Hey, la mama, soko, ye, man, ye, maha. Rema, shekoraba, ye, mau, soko, rebaha. Hey, ma, kuba. Uba, ye, ko. Keba, ye, te, maha. Rama, Gatmo, Shama, Ha, Dia, Maha, Rama, Dia, Maha. Can we keep going? 
So I've seen it happen so many times. Now you don't got married to this older man. You wondering why he want to go to bed at 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And you want to stay up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Now you don't got married to this older man. He he, he may have sex. He trying to have sex maybe once a week. I mean, twice, if he's filling up to it. I mean, he's got to work. He's, and you wondering what's going on. Now you don't got married to this older man. And he um, may fall asleep while you're talking to him. Now you got married to this older man. He made it look young when you first started getting with him too. But once you, he tried to keep up with you. Now all of a sudden he started looking at his age. You gotta, gotta watch it, watch it. Gotta watch yourself. Shama Maha. Certain situations will age you. The right man or woman will age you. Shama Gobadiya Fellas, you gotta watch yourself. Now you wonder why she wanna hang out. And you old as I don't know what. And you, 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 you wonder why she want to hang out. She's young. You wonder why she want to go out. You wonder why she want to look at different different TV shows. And you you wonder why she she young. You wonder why she watching all these different things. And hanging out on Facebook all night. And all that foolishness. She young. People have gotten divorced because they couldn't keep their sexual performance up that they were having before they got married. See, that's the problem also when you start having sexual relations before marriage is that now that person that you was with sexually, they think that's how you're going to be for the rest of their days. So now they don't got married to you for sexual reasons because y'all don't want to keep sinning. But all of a sudden now, your sexual relations, your sex game is not like the way it was when y'all was shacked up and having sex. So now, in the name of Jesus, now y'all don't got married. And now all of a sudden, he don't, his sexual relations, his sex game has dropped so far off. He want to say, something wrong with me or something wrong with him. And now you have to divorce. Simply because now you're over somebody's house, other somebody else's house, simply because you got married for the wrong reason. Boaz just told this woman you could have sought a younger man. Boaz just told Ruth you could have sought a younger man. But, but that's not in your care. You, you're not about, it's just not about sex with you, huh? It's, it's just. Because as you can see, Boaz is telling her, as you can see already, I was knocked out about 9 o'clock. Boaz had went to sleep. When he woke up at midnight, he, he seen him, whoa, he, he started, he went to bed early. Some people don't get to sleep till midnight. A younger man probably ain't thinking about sleep till midnight. This old man been asleep. Boy, has been asleep. <laughs> I woke up at midnight probably going to get him a glass of water or something. What's going on? Woke up at midnight, couldn't sleep the whole night away. Oh, here comes a woman by my feet. What's going on? Have you ever woke up? Hamo shikaraba. And your blessing was at your feet. I'm a shit go by here now, my heart. Woo! That's a sign, baby. That roof. That's a sign of worship. It's a sign of submissiveness. It's a sign of humbleness. She woke up saying, You are my nearest, you the near kinsman. Redeem me. Here I am. I got my Moab dress on. 
I ain't got my work clothes on tonight. He ain't, she ain't got her work clothes on tonight, daddy. <laughs> she don't put on something different tonight. Uh, that's that Moab dress. Shamal Koba. We may have to call it. Take off that Moab dress. Shamal Koba Yete Mahayi Maha. Uraba Mama. Shoba. That's what Boaz getting ready to do. But he got he got to marry her first, though. Let me show you what happens. Let me show you what happens now. Then he said, Blessed are you, the Lord of my daughter. Watch this now. For you have shown more kindness at the end day, at the beginning, and that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request. For all the people in my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Boy, I said, everybody out here knows you are a virtuous woman. You're not loose. You're not out here trying to have sex with this one and that one and that one. You're not, you're not loose. And because you're bullshit, everybody knows about you. Because your reputation is immaculate. You're a virtuous woman. Let me show you what a virtuous woman means. Go meet the Proverbs. Let me show you what a virtuous woman is real quick. And then we get, go meet the Proverbs. I do believe it's 31. Proverbs 31, the money will come. I hear somebody saying, the money will come. Somebody's worried about money. The money will come. It may not come from the source that you think it's coming, but it will come. Let me show you something. Shama. Let me show you something. Proverbs 31 and 10 says this. Who can find a virtuous woman? Excuse me. Who can find a virtuous wife? He says in my Bible. But who can find a virtuous woman? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. He so he will not. He will have no lack of gain. She does not. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax. Willingly works with her hands. Ain't that an army? Ain't that Naomi? Excuse me. Ain't that roof? Ain't that roof? Ain't that roof? She is like the merchant ships. My God in here. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while ye. it is yet night. She provides food for her host household and a portion of her maid service. She considers a field and buys it from her profits. And she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and she strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her lap does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the to the staff. Her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. She reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for a, for a household. I'm all shot. Watch this. For all her household is clothed with scarlet. Watch this now. My God. She makes a tasty for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and, and supplies uh, sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in a time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is a law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Whoa. Whoa. And does not eat the bread of idleness. Well, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Give her 
of the fruit of her hands. Let her own works praise her in the gates. That's a virtuous woman according to Proverbs 31 and 10. That's what Boaz saying on roof is. I know you a virtuous woman. Hamoshama. Woof. I know, I know exactly what I'm getting into when I marry you. Some people in the name of Jesus don't even know what they're getting into when they're marrying people. You don't know what you're getting into, do you? <laughs> um, Boaz has studied Ruth. He knows her character. He knows exactly who this woman is. All you've done, man of God, is study someone's um, um, uh, looks. That's all you've done. You studied their looks. And you like what you see. You took it to bed too early, and, you, and now don't take off the Moab dress too soon. Don't take off the Moab dress too soon. Don't take off the Moab dress too soon. Boaz said, you are a virtuous woman. Watch this. Now, it is true that I am the close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Now, Boaz said this, hey, yeah, I can marry you right now, but hey, I tell you what. According to our customs, there's another relative that is closer to you than I. And he is his choice whether he marries you or not. Not mine. Hmm. And there's some. However, there's a relative closer than I. I said, stay this night. He said, stay tonight. I don't go nowhere now because I like that Moab dress. No, I'm <laughs> Stay tonight. But he's not going to have sex with her tonight. He said, stay tonight. Uh, can you trust a man right now to call you over and to stay tonight and he not try nothing with you? Even though you got your Moab dress on? Just ask some questions. Some nosy like that. However, there's a relative close. She said, stay tonight. And in the, mor in the morning, it shall be that if he will perform the duty of a close relative for you, good. Let him do a close relative for you. Let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you as the lower lives lie down to the morning. Now, I will go in further and deep into explaining how, what's going on, but... Only I gave you a little something, something. That when you're a widow and you have a close relative, they can marry you and raise up seed. He so, so, so she lay at his feet until the morning. What he's saying is this. He, what he's telling her is this. He says, lay down at my feet. Because that's how we lay down at Jesus' feet. Lay down at my feet and, and, and cast all your cares upon me. For he cares for you. Lay down at the feet. Lay down at the feet of Jesus. Shama kubaya. Watch what it says. I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Watch this now. So that so she lay at his feet until morning, and she arose before one could recognize one another. Right at dawn, then he said, "Do not let it known that a woman came to the threshing floor." Also, he said, "Bring the shawl that is on you and hold it." And when he held it. He measured six ephahs of barley and laid it on her, and she went into the city. Next to now, he he, he <laughs> put a shawl. You know, it, they they didn't they, they didn't want it to make it seem like it was something inappropriate was going on. Habusha, <laughs> yes sir, because people are nosy.
in our day in those days. People are nosy. They like to make up stuff. So she let watch this now. When she came to her mother-in-law, she said, is that you, my daughter? Watch this. And she told her that the man had done for her. And she said, these six ephes of barley he gave me when he said to me, do not go empty-handed to your mother-in-law. Boaz always sending a gift. He going to send a gift. And then he, she said, still, sit still, my daughter, until you know how the matter will turn out. For the man would not rest until he has concluded the matter this day. She said, she said, sit still. And he said, because she, she said, Boaz is going to take care of the matter today. Habushaka, he will not rest. Girl, he ain't going to rest till he marries you. <laughs> He's not going to rest until he accomplish what he set out to do. My God. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, God will not rest until he has blessed you fully and you're in this place that you're supposed to be do not worry do not fret just lay down at his feet meaning cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you he is your near kinsman and he shall redeem you this day in jesus name amen and amen listen if this is the word then i must have did it and if it's not then i wasn't with it stay committed